Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, guys? It's Chase. And I'm Patrick. And you're listening to... Chase and Patrick's Very Successful Podcast. Also known as the Chase and Patrick Show. No, it's Chase and Patrick's Very Successful Podcast. All right, it could be that, too. Wow, <laughs> that got weird. Uh, um, all right, got weird. new episode. I think it's only fair. Eric and Rich are with us, which we're going to talk about. We're going to do a little story time with Rich and Patrick here in a second. The but Godfather, time, the Godfather, and the stepson are with us. Ste- oh, you calling Eric the stepson? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Man, that's brutal. Well, nah. I don't think of you that way, buddy. No. Nah. But last time Eric was here, it was uh, the Instagram drama. So I'd like to report that as of today, Chase is at 5,972. I've gone down. Which How did I w- you go down? So you called to my attention that I had bots in there. And when you I'm laying in bed, cleanse? when I'm laying in bed, I've gone in and I've cleaned some up. So you're saying because that- I did read, quick side note. I read, because I've been researching how to get more followers, <laughs> <laughs> that bots hurt your engagement and the algorithm and don't work in your favor. Yeah. So you might think about that, uh, but I will say Patrick's at 5,183, and I'm only calling attention to this because I know when he does pass me, it's going to be a huge ordeal. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> We're having a He party. was hoping that I just quietly forget about it. Yeah. Uh, so what's the, uh, when I update... Uh, for the chart, you've had your account. We're not open doing for how long, Patrick? Anymore. Um, I mean, five weeks, six weeks. Chase, you, hey, Chase, Chase's, Chase's account started when? Like 2011. <laughs> but real quickly, before we move on from this, none of my kids do, are, or old, are older than your account. Do we want to talk about? I have four kids. What you disclosed on our way back from Nashville in the RV? No. You don't want to talk about it. You're verified though. We can talk about that. Are no, let's get verified. I will. I will say that Patrick. Patrick, I'm still not asking the right question, but he <laughs> insinuated that there, no doubt, is help. Well, I figured out that I've definitely found favor at Instagram. That's not what you said to me. <laughs> so eventually, there's we'll talk about that. There's something going on because, oh no, yeah, I mean, there's people keep following me. So there's a, there's a maybe a trade system of some sorts, but. There's always a trade he, he admitted that there was something up, just so you all know. I no, think I admitted, you all already knew that. Well, obviously. I admitted what everyone thought is that, like, something's happening because people follow me even when I don't post. So, yeah. But you still claim that this is not. I'm not buying. I promise I'm not buying followers. That's. All right. We'll again, move. that's still. It's, it's how it's phrased. Right? We'll, Chase will figure it out. We'll move past this. Yeah. But I will say for those of you, if you happen to have bots and you know you're being followed by bots, you should go in and delete them because they hurt your algorithm and your engagement. Yeah. I learned that 
in, from multiple sources. Okay. Are you sure you didn't didn't just lose people? And you're. I mean, I have lost people before, but um, I don't think I lost people for any reason. I just posted. I mean, if they hate Kansas, I only post about Kansas in one country now. Yeah. Which. A lot of people. I don't do. know, Rich. How do you feel about Kansas? I love Kansas. <laughs> That asper per asper. <laughs> we'll get into this. Rich and I are from the same uh, town in Kansas, and you know he he does love Kansas. I just happen to love it a little bit more. Hmm. Is that fair? Um, no, I'll just be <laughs> a native like, no. Kansas. <laughs> I'm kidding. We argue about the population of our hometown. He always tells people it's like yeah, there's about eleven thousand people, and I'm like mm, there's about thirteen five. But who's counting? Yeah, yeah. All right. What y'all do for Easter? How was your Easter? Eric, you moved into it. You, you got a lake house. A, a lake adjacent home, yeah. I did. That's a lake house. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> There's no dock. There's, you know, we talked about it, but. You were a little stressed last week getting ready for that move. For sure. Uh, yeah, we I drove us 26 Wait, foot. You, you moved all? into a lake house? Uh, yeah. Yes. Patrick, in a small gated community where they have adult Easter egg hunts. Thank you for. I gotta do better at like asking how you're doing. (laughs) Thanks, thanks for, thanks for the help, Patrick. Uh, I didn't even know. Yeah, I try to insinuate sometimes. Maybe you should like you know ask people how they are. Yeah, I I mean, I didn't like. I do care about you. Just doesn't seem like it. I didn't broadcast it or anything. I didn't really just broadcast it and say that's what I'm doing. How was the adult Easter egg hunt? But we drove a big U-Haul. My wife and I packed the U-Haul ourselves. You're avoiding my question. How's it? Adult Easter egg hunt. I did not participate, uh-huh. but I will next year because it was a big turnout. And I, I told uh, him it felt a little stranger danger to me. Why? What? What do you? What do you do? You, adult, do you like a a bunny phobia? A, or no, what? but I mean, just adults participating in an Easter egg hunt. Have you ever done that, Rich? There were not adult once. beverages. Not once. Adult beverages were involved as prizes, and mm. um, yeah, tobacco products, <laughs> <laughs> gift cards. Mm. Where's this at again? Carlton Landing, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. near Lake Eufaula. That sounds off very, Lake Eufaula. Very much Largest like an Oklahoma, Oklahoma thing. Yeah. What'd y'all do for Easter? Rich, what'd you and your family do? I feel like we did Easter egg hunts the whole time. Not for adults, though, for kids. You should try it. Adults. It was fun. Yeah. Next time, try it. Beautiful weekend here in Northwest Arkansas. Went to church. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a fun time. It was a good Had time. Good food. Yeah. Yeah, same, same. Nobody cares about that. What? Uh, what's the next? I will topic? say real quick. I mean, just to not pass up on Easter, uh, <laughs> you know, since you just want to blow Jesus off like that, coming <laughs> off last week, um, there was a lot of good feedback on your episode last week. You sharing your story. Oh, not that we're going to talk about all that again, but yeah, I thought you did a good job. Appreciate Y'all listen to that? It's really good. Yeah, Thanks. it was Eric delightful. Listened to it. I think he listened to it. You do. I listened yeah. to all of the podcasts. I bought you mugs. Thank you. Like he's wanting to move on so quick. Yeah. Like, What's well, the next deal? How about so. your Easter chase? Tell us about it. Thanks for asking, Rich. Well, I, See, that's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, mine really wasn't that eventful. We went uh, and burned. You have to look at my Instagram, but like burning of the Flint Hills is an annual thing. Um, I was one of the bots you removed, so I can't see it. No, you're not. You're still on there. Uh-oh. But anyways, I went up with my dad and lit everything on fire, which I was a pyro as a kid, so it was fun. But no, Sweet. it was good. So really, the reason for today's episode, uh, we have Rich in here, is 
obviously we talk about one country and everything that we do. Um, but I think before we get too far along in the podcast over the episodes, it'd be cool to hear a bit of the origin story from the co-founders being Patrick and Rich Morris and the story of kind of yeah. how this all came together. So I've had so many people not ask me about how one country started. So I thought we today be a good day to talk about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I, on the other hand, have actually had people ask me and I think it's interesting. Yeah. So which one of y'all is going to kick that off? So Rich is the godfather of one country. I yep. think he should kick it off. <laughs> you want me to kick it off? Yeah. Yeah. So I would say uh, this goes back to the days of selling cowboy boots online. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we saw an opportunity to take a pretty nascent uh, industry, if you will, in the Western side and, and we're able to sell cowboy boots to a lot of first time boot buyers. And we built a significant amount of followers through Facebook and, and sold a lot of product, uh, millions and millions and millions of dollars of cowboy boots. And really it, it, it took off in such a way that we could, um, do some really cool stuff. One of those being uh startup country outfitter blog, which is really where one country started. And it was more us writing about country music news and country lifestyle and and thought we could drive people from, Hey, if you're going to go to a festival, here's 10 ways to wear a pair of cowboy boots or cowgirl boots. And, and it blossomed into something kind of right before our eyes where we were writing more about, um, not just how you wear cowboy boots, but really everything to do with country music and country lifestyle. And that morphed into a, a business that we were selling, uh, not only product, but we're actually monetizing eyeballs and because we were writing stories about Nashville country music folks. And it really took off in a way that was pretty special and became a life of its own that then became one country. And for quote unquote, lack of a better term, we're a publisher. At the end of the day, we were writing 40 to 60 original pieces of content a day. And for context real yeah. quick, and you might have said this, what year was this? Was it 2000? Everything started in about 2000, later part of 2010, 2011. But this was right as Facebook was, was kind of gaining momentum. So I I just remember the days of, we would do a boot giveaway every week. So we'd give one pair of boots away and we would have somebody, you'd have to like and follow. Everybody remembers those like and follow campaigns. Uh, But this was back before most were doing that. But we were, were gathering email addresses when somebody would come in. That was the one prerequisite. Like you would have to not only like and follow and share, but you'd have to sign up for our email list. Mm-hmm. And then you're entered into when, again, one pair of boots a week. And we went from pushing that out to 10,000 people to 100,000 people to a million people in, in less than a month. And it was crazy. It was just building on, a, on itself. Uh, we showed up in a lot of people's feeds that probably didn't want to see us over time, but they would continue to sign up to win a free pair of boots. So that's really the evolution of one country was out of, selling product. Um, but then we saw a real opportunity to take these people and, uh, drive, uh, new content with, uh, product. And, and it, it again, blossomed into something to where we, we had a, a voice in Nashville and, and I think it's interesting though, when you talk about the time, I mean, that was, I mean, Facebook really, I feel like it was right after high school for me when it, 
yeah. was even available. So, I mean, that was early. So like, obviously when you're talking about writing articles about putting cowboy boots with outfits and all that, as we all know it now, that'd be a TikTok or some right. video you'd see in your feed. Correct. But like, we all remember, you know, back it up 10 years and that was pretty forward thinking. Yeah. I mean, at the time, like that was a lot of people weren't doing that. Right. It was yeah. very forward thinking. Yeah. And I, it's even difficult to even put yourself back because we've lived our lives with Facebook and now Instagram and TikTok and yeah. Snapchat and all these different platforms that have really become a part of our life and where they were not, that was, there was nothing like that that really existed. Yeah. Um, so it was, it, it took off in a way that was, was again, as I said, pretty special. And uh, I, I would say that the business, even though it was a great business, probably didn't serve the purpose that we really wanted it to serve. Uh, again, not, there's a ton of news outlets out there and we didn't want to be a news outlet for the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. And so that's where we thought, gosh, if we could build something, um, really from a community that we had built of over seven and a half million Facebook fans. And again, and I'm talking in less than a year and a half, we went from zero to seven and a half million, which was like, we just showed up on the scene and nobody knew what the heck, where we came from, what are we doing? Especially people in the Western boot industry. Yeah. Like that was the other part of this was really interesting as we were, <laughs> we were building this with a couple of guys. It was a medical doctor, a lawyer and myself. Um, we didn't know anything about cowboy boots, but I, we saw it as an opportunity and that the product was, was pretty evergreen. It didn't change much. And, mm -hmm. and you could continue to, you could inventory it. It would make sense. And gosh, it just, we, we took the same product that existed for years and we just shot it differently, like different through a different lens. And from a camera standpoint, it, you made a beautiful product that was already beautiful. We just made it more beautiful and made it appealing to women yeah. uh, for the most part. I also want to point out that you guys built that audience before you could buy followers like Patrick does. <laughs> I don't buy followers. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, really, that's pretty, that's a significant number back in 2012-ish or, you know. So when, obviously this comes out of kind of cowboy boots, country outfitter, mm -hmm. and I know you were somewhat involved with that, but when, when do you guys come together and kind of take it where mm -hmm. it was, where it's separate from all of that, I guess. Well, Rich and I were both investors in the original deal, um, but they wouldn't let me work there for some reason. Uh, <laughs> <but> so, <laughs> so I didn't get to like the the front seat that Rich did into the goings on of the business. But uh, you know, I would I would check in from time to time and really had a lot of great advice for them, as I recall. But uh, and was you know a decent amount of the fuel that really launched that yeah, thing, you wow. know, but I don't know if they saw it that way, but, uh, this is when you need the video part of the podcast so <laughs> yeah. you can see everyone's face, yeah. but yeah. So, um, we became friends then. And then later in, I don't know if it, in all the years run together, but we sold most of that company to a PE group and, uh, and then that went on for a couple of years. And then we ended up buying one country, the publisher back in 2017 from that group. How long did y'all run it as a standalone publisher before you started to play with giveaways or anything else? It was like 19 and a half months or something like that. It was almost two years. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Huh. And did the same thing. Like yeah. we 
writing articles, having a presence in Nashville, red carpet, CMAs, all that. We were doing all of that at the time. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, obviously, as we know it now, there's a lot of giveaways. Yeah. When did giveaways enter the picture? How did that all come to be? Godfather? Sorry? Godfather? You want to <laughs> take that? This guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, if I remember, it was March of 2019. Is that accurate? Yeah. Patrick? Yeah. Uh, we had this idea. If everybody remembers, and it's still a very popular vehicle, the QX80 Infinity. Um, it was a white QX80 Infinity. Great rig, but it was $80,000. And it's like, gosh, what if we gave this away and utilize... The people that we already have reached, uh, we've already reached, could we actually drive um, more people to this giveaway and will it work? And sure enough, we started off and, and it took off like a wildfire. Like it was crazy how many people were, were drawn to it. And then we quickly added a ranch uh, about 30 minutes from Northwest or from Fayetteville, I should say. Um, and it, it was a million dollar ranch and it was Patrick's idea. I, I can't take credit for this part, which is really the kind of the business model. Yeah, I'll take credit for that. Sure. I, I, <laughs> that wasn't hard, was it? <laughs> that was easy. Well. Uh, and we wanted to add a membership. So how do you, you, and this was, that was the first product. So we did the QX80 Infinity quickly. Then we then launched the uh, million dollar Ozark Ranch. And, but you had to be a member to sign up for the, for the ranch or you could, that you didn't have to be, but that was another option. You could become a member or you sign up as a one-time. And I think just real quickly at eggs, we were talking about this earlier. You guys put the membership in place, really trying to serve the customer because you were running these bigger giveaways and you saw that the same customers were coming back month over month, trying to get more entries. Mm -hmm. And then the thought crossed your mind, what if we automated that? And essentially, if we automated that, it would become a membership. Right. Yeah, I'd say, Patrick, it was, again, really born out of maybe a dream that you had in that you didn't have to come back month over month to sign up for the next giveaway. Well, just make it simple for our people. Sign up one time, and now you're auto-enrolled into all the giveaways going forward. Yeah. Pay your $10, $5 a month, $15 a month, $25, whatever the number is. And you're all you're automatically entered into into each of the giveaways, which seemed like a real value add for someone that is interested in the stuff that we're giving away, from cars to houses to cash to, you name it. Yeah. So, no. I'm going to give Patrick all the credit on the membership. Man, I'll take it. I know. I know. Oh my land! Still taking. <laughs> Still, yeah. Thank so, you. what do you want to contribute to the story for I taking feel like all I've that already, credit? Yeah, I feel like I've contributed, you know, with the membership <laughs> idea. Oh my gosh. But, uh, no, that was, that's a great rundown. So, I mean, what, there was something that was just crossing my mind that. Yeah. Yeah. I um, lost it. But I mean. Gonna have to cut that one, Ant-Man. <laughs> you can keep it. I mean, we all know that I lose my train of thought yeah. pretty easily these days. <laughs> what, I guess, from your context, you do those two giveaways you're running the membership, I guess a little bit to where it is today. I mean, it, it's, it's quite an evolution, I guess. You start in the Western wear industry, you're doing country music content. Obviously, you know, the mass majority of that audience came from people that were interested in cowboy boots and country mm -hmm. music. You get into these giveaways, 
what I mean, there there was also a part of it, no doubt. I mean, Rich, and I think you need to speak to this, where the thought was if this scaled and grew, could it be a way that we could give back and, you know, try to encourage people to, yeah. you know, just be better neighbors and, and serve folks. Yeah. I appreciate you saying that because I think it'd be tough for me to tell the story without that part yeah. because it was pretty near and dear. And again, Patrick and I, I can't tell you the number of nights that we sat up in a conference room trying to figure out like, how do we make this work? And, and again, I mean, late nights of like beating our heads against the wall. Like, does this make sense? Is not like, we can't afford to do this. We can't afford to do that. And I just, I remember saying to him, I said, man, I think, uh, I think that there's a nudge that I feel that we need to be doing something that's greater than what is financial. Like, and, and really building a community of folks that have a desire to want to do good. And, and I think that is the, that's remained as a, as really the, the thread that from the very start to, to where we are today. And, and I think we have dreams of doing even bigger and better things as we move forward from a, a community serving, um, and as, as eloquently as you talked last week, Patrick, on, on your testimony, uh, and I've heard it a couple of different times, and it's you didn't leave anything out. Like, it was great. Uh, but it really is the the whole serving component in that Christ is, he's a he's a big part of what we do. And and if we're doing the things that he's called us to do, then we know that we're in his will, and, and that's, a good, that's a good spot to be. So, yeah. hmm. again, I, I don't want to, like, gloss over that because that's a, that's a big deal. And I remember, Chase, and obviously – those of you that know Chase, um, the bringing you on and just a conversation of, Hey, this is what we want to do. And, and you quickly saw through the lens that we were looking through that, man, this is really cool. And this is different. This is different than anything that's ever been done on the planet. Like yeah. nobody's ever done what we're doing currently right now, which that's crazy to say. Um, and which means it's somewhat daunting at, at times too. How do you figure this out? And, Obviously, you've been a you've been a huge piece to actually making it come to life, and oh, we, as you said, yeah, we many give times, Chase a little credit. No, well, no credit. It. This is the, the old proverbial story: putting the cart before the horse. I think we did that, and yeah. even though I came from the retail business, which as a retailer, you're not a brand. Yeah, how do you build a brand? And I think that's really the the crux of the matter: is how did we figure out? to not only make giveaways work, but actually build a brand in the process yeah. and, um, you know, product that people desire and communicate while at the same time giving back. And again, you walk out the door for, I would say for most, I'd say for all employees every day you walk out, it's like, I feel like you've done something good for some, for something or someone else. Yeah. And I think that's a good spot to be. I will say, I mean, just to elaborate a little bit more on the banging your head against the wall, you know, you say like, you know, it's, something no one's ever done before. And it really is. I think to the outside, of course, you're probably thinking like giveaways, people have done that giveaways that give back. Obviously, uh, I don't consider them a competitor, but another massive sweepstakes company, company being Omaze partners with celebrities to support, you know, those organizations. Um, they've done incredibly well, but when you get into the back end of it, and you really look at all the pieces you guys were trying to marry, it was a lot more complicated than just giveaways. I'm just saying like yeah. to the outside, to the listener, they might be like, well, the model doesn't seem different. I mean, people, I come from the iHeart world. I mean, we gave away stuff all the time, giveaways of historically, you know, 
worked and been, but the way in which y'all were doing it and trying to offer a membership and, and also bring some of the former components of the business back mm -hmm. to life in terms of content, maybe some product offerings, all of that. Yeah. It was complicated mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. It, it was complicated in trying to create a product that you could easily pitch that made sense that also, you know, you could execute on. And so, I mean, just to give you all credit on that, it wasn't like, it sounds easier than what it was from mm -hmm. the, from the business side to, to make it work. Because again, people like to win, you know, cars and ranches and all that, but they, you have to have a way to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> no one's donating that. Like, right. you know, we're not a charity. Um, yep. so anyways, I just, I think that's worth noting that it, a little complicated from my perspective yeah. when I came on. Well, and I've always lived by the, uh, oh, please oh, <laughs> the saying that this. do for, do for one, what you wish you could do for everyone, you know? And so giving away one amazing prize a month, I will say you don't, I don't think you always say that, but I, I, I think <laughs> that is good. Cause I, I do yeah. think at the end of the day, like we don't have, you know, a million winners. We might have a million people trying to win something. Well, not that many. I wish, but, yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, like, it's better to do for one than do for none. Yeah. And and that's, you know, that's the the culture here, thanks to the Godfather, is, you know, be God serving Father. somebody. Like, yeah. you got to be, be helping somebody, be serving somebody. You can't serve everybody because there's not enough hours in the day. We can't give everybody a vehicle because we don't have enough money. But, like, you can help somebody. Yeah. So it's really cool to be a part of that and watch that play out. What questions do you have, Eric? We're still talking origin. I mean, I feel like. I mean, you came in like it's it's kind of. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I'll say this aside from y'all. Eric came in shortly. He doesn't want to hear your question. After me. Well, no, I want him. But like, there's definitely a few when, times he and I are sitting there being like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Like, how do you make it? I mean, because it again, it to me, the way I guess just my marketing mind works, uh, the giveaway piece made sense, but trying to push it to what we were trying to get it to, bringing everything together. Seems did you come on in twenty twenty one or twenty twenty? During the pandemic, or no, right before the pandemic? Yes, yeah. we did. Oh yeah, that, we did the we event did in Nashville. Yeah. You, Rich called me when I was in Nashville, not knowing that I lived in Nashville asking about this event that they were going to do. Cause we had done a similar one with the Bobby bone show downtown. And I said, well, actually I live up the street. And then we started talking and you guys came out for, you guys were in Nashville right before the world shut down. Cause I, the, the tornado came through our neighborhood in East Nashville, which would have been, I think March 8th. Yep. Then it was February 14th. I remember it was Valentine's Day that we did the event. And then two weeks later. Then y'all were yep. there right after the tornado. And then yeah. a few days after everything yeah. shut down. Mm -hmm. Basically, yeah. God orchestrated the pandemic so that Chase would come to work for us. <laughs> <laughs> Still relying him. Okay. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put the pandemic on that. But yeah. <laughs> no. It was good. It was real good. I do. Let me just one final thing yeah. that I've been thinking about. Please, the I think it's important to note that I think we always had the idea of 
a giveaway that's that's kind of anchored in content and product, like product being merchandise of some kind. Yeah. We were trying to do all those at the same time. And again, to your credit, Chase, like you coming in and saying, you can't do all this at the same time. And I, I think that was a that was really Good job. a breath of fresh air because it was like, can we do it all at the same time? And we needed to get back to the basics on doing one thing really well. And I think that was giveaways. Yeah. And, and now content is obviously with the Chase and Patrick, I'm sorry, the Patrick and Chase show. No, well, Chase Patrick, and Patrick, 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 I'm, whoa, kidding, whoa. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I've tried to pitch it. <laughs> Yeah, I've tried to bail on him so many times. Yeah, I think the Patrick show sounds nice. Anyway, <laughs> content, right? So yeah, yeah, content, and then and then product is not too far. Are around you saying something about product? Is Maybe. this an announcement? Maybe so. All right, TBD. I think it's coming. All right. Uh, Are you gonna let Eric talk? Yeah. Sorry. No, I mean, I was I was trying to get in if twenty twenty one was like the most important year, like an inflection point for. One country since I joined, but then if you were a 2020 person, I would say not. 2022, I guess, from my perspective. I mean, we did a lot of nuts and bolts in 2021, a lot of testing, a lot of figuring out what worked. And then we kind of, it was really, I sent Patrick last night a picture with Walker and Craig. Mm-hmm. Like that was the first celebrity campaign we did. And it was yesterday that we shot that a year ago. Yeah. With it, went, it went live in May. Went right? live in May. And yeah. then that kind of just ignited everything. Not just then. There was a few factors. I mean, certainly. But I I mean, I think from my perspective, this is certainly away from the origin story. But as I look back, what y'all did, and you just, there's a lot of people that have invested in one country at different points. I mean, I think... Kelly Sutton was a huge sure. anchor in Nashville. Um, she is a Nashville badass. I mean, she's the first female host of the Grand Ole Opry and, and a great me. local personality that um, was a huge piece of the business when content was at the focal point. Yep. Um, and then anyways, you think about just the staff and everyone who has come in with different talents and contributed from creative to customer service to building the app and thank all you. of that i think yeah are you saying thank you yeah you were tired yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was just making sure i heard that right yeah. anyways but then the partners and the people especially over the past year who have given us a chance yeah. um and have come on and you know really made it a little more fun yeah we were certainly having fun before, but it, it has been fun. But I'd say, so it's interesting. We're recording this and a year ago, yesterday, we did that first campaign yeah. and that Walker is going to come record in studio in like a week, Heck yeah. so here, which cool. will be cool. And I mean, we can go ahead and say a little teaser that old Craig might be coming to the one country family here soon. Mm-hmm. So be interesting from Walker's perspective. If he, how skeptical he was, <laughs> Like working with us initially because he was the first one to really yeah. take that. I don't know if he's the lead for him or not, but just kind of like, who are who are these guys? What is this brand? What's what are y'all trying to do? Right? I mean, that was a big yeah, mm-hmm. big deal for him, and obviously it worked out. And it was great. And it was skip- good timing for us because the Today Show thing happened, and yeah, he kind of started to take and, off. Yeah, but I think I mean skeptical for him in the sense that giveaways sometimes are just skeptical. I mean, yeah. we're not naive to they that. They are. Yeah, I mean, it's like sometimes you think it's too good to be true. 
and sometimes it is, but luckily with us, it's not always. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that he did take off. Rich is laughing because he just knocked over my mic and I caught it real quick. <laughs> Sorry, Chase. But would you have it's thought? Right. Would you have thought when we did Walker that within twelve months you'd be doing something with Reba? Yeah. I think you, I said, you, didn't I say something about Reba? I mean, by end yeah. of the year. Well, I mean, but Patrick has a, a different challenge for you that you have. Well, he can't completed. get Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I was talking you, I mean, about you, Reba. You, okay. That so if we played felt, this right, that we could get her. Mm, I job. said that. Yeah. Good job. Did Patrick or Rich? Do you, did you all believe? Did you? Do you well, believe? Did he believe months. that? I mean, Man, well, it was I less than twelve months. But I mean, yeah. did you believe that that was a reality or could be a reality? I can't even figure out about what's more. Like I don't. I didn't know what was happening. I'll say the campaign that I, I have a picture that Trip, who records all of us, there's a picture of Patrick and I at the Parker McCollum shoot. And it's funny because I distinctly remember that night thinking this is actually going to work. So that would have been in fall. Yeah. Like we did the Parker McCollum campaign. Yeah. yeah. And I remember being in Nashville after we did that. And I was like, I think this is actually going to work that was my first time i actually felt really <laughs> confident it's a good thing me and the godfather always believed yeah <laughs> patrick has a, a great way of doing business where he's like yeah you'll figure it out yeah you're naming people what is your what is your relationship to the godfather like what's your I'm the godson the godson i'm a stepson yeah what's chase isn't the Godfather usually dead? Like almost dead? No. No? Okay. You kind of are with that ring, too. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> kind of like hair. kiss the ring, you know, when people. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What are we missing? What else? What else is worth noting in the story? Oh, we could talk about that thing for weeks, but. That thing? The story? Yeah. Oh. I really thought Patrick was going to have a little bit more to contribute on the storytelling, but you asked the question, do you think it like, did we ever doubt or really the celebrities? Like how, how do you get people to be a part of it? And I, I always thought it was not impossible. Um, Chase would say, well, you're going to pay everybody. Like, well, I don't know if you'd make it a win-win for everybody. Like, how do you, how do you make yeah. it a win? How do you make like it a Charlie win? Charlie Brown's if teacher. If I close my eyes and hear yeah. that, I would have thought that was Chase. But it worked out perfect because Walker was launching his book. Yeah, right? and yeah it was good timing. It, there, it was a good timing. And, and you were able to tell the story, which I think is... Again, kudos to you we, because yeah. you are a storyteller, and I think that is it. It makes sense yeah. if you can tell the story, and the and the person on the other end gets I it. Will, I will. Well, say. I will say it's come full circle too. Well, I don't know. You know, we're talking to other people that have, have watched the Walker thing and want to be a part of that. And the, yeah, we're doing something thing, right? cool this summer. Yeah. I mean, we could tease that too. We're going to yeah. do another Be a Craig give back with someone yeah. who was inspired by. And that what was so great about Walker being the first campaign to me was obviously we love Walker, but the story in which we were tying that, that he and Craig wrote the book, you know, behind the be a Craig fund and the whole act of Craig again, back to your point, let's bring it on full circle. The idea of, can we do this? And as a company, give back and serve others And Craig, you know, in a selfless act of paying it forward, did that to Walker. And then that was, what we were promoting and talking about in the first campaign. So 
And then even to think a year later now, having had a successful year, that Craig might be coming on and doing stuff and we're doing stuff with Walker again is just the coolest. I mean, I I think, but I will say really the only time that I've, I've wanted to just kill rich and the whole process is when he'd be like, it's no big deal. I mean, I don't, you know, these famous people do it. And I'm like, he's like, Oh, they need paid. And I'm like, (laughs) well, I mean, (laughs) he he was so nonchalant about it. Like, I I mean, just put me on the phone with him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like this guy, Uh, but to his point, when they started to see us, it kind of just clicked. Cool. Any, any final thoughts on that? No, Patrick about- wants to move on. I could tell Patrick's grabbing the sh- the rap sheet because he's wanting to move on to what's <laughs> no, next. These these questions are funny. Do you have anything else you'd add? I don't Eric? know if it's origin or not, but I'm curious on if uh, on who you would want us to partner. I'm looking at Rich right now. Is there like a is there a number one person that you'd want us to partner with? I Amy know. Grant. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Big Amy Grant fan. Big Amy Grant fan. So Amy Grant. Okay, perfect. I actually I. I know. Who would you say? Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Yeah. I would agree. He loves Patrick Mahomes. Yep. He's a Mahomey. Is Chase, is it Dolly for you still? 100%. Just because I think in our space and what we do, like with the country audience, Southern lifestyle, all of that, yeah. like there's no one, and also no one in pop culture more philanthropic. I mean, I think she's one of the most giving celebrities out there. So that would be just the coolest thing. Like an iconic country musician and one of the most giving souls. And I think she embodies everything we want to do. Just being a light, just being uplifting, fun, and putting a smile on people's face. Patrick, who's yours? Yeah, who is yours? Mine's happening today, so the Godfather's in the house. (laughs) No, on a campaign. Oh, uh, I thought you were talking about an interview. I wasn't listening. <laughs> uh, still that Theo. Tracks. I'm still going to go with Theo. Theo Vaughn. Well, what Taylor, about you, Eric? Taylor? I thought I was going to say Taylor. No, he can't get Taylor. Yeah. Who's yours? Well, I told you I'm a big Zach Bryan fan right now. So if we're going yeah. pure like in that, in our kind of space, but I mean, I've talked about, I have a man crush on Ryan Reynolds. I think, uh, I think we know, can make Ryan work in our space. I think he would work in any space. I mean, he's popular enough, so. All right, so uh, Patrick Mahomes, Ryan Reynolds, Theo Vaughn, Dolly Parton. We'll I'd see, say Taylor we'll Swift see. if we if we were to do Taylor. I mean, Taylor, yeah, I'll yeah. go Taylor Impossible, Swift. Too. We just know that it's not gonna happen. I love how you guys all we think all say that that's Swift. like gonna impact me. It is impacting you. No, it's not. <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely not. You have her number in your phone. You've but I'm me. just saying, like you. You guys do that as like trying to do reverse psychology. <laughs> Patrick tries to do this all the time. It's, oh, you can't do it. Like like that even. It doesn't. There's a lot of reverse psychology that works on me. The Taylor card does not. It will. I work. think it's already working. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see. Tom will tell. Thanks. Thanks for telling that. I do think it's that's impossible. important yeah. that we talk about that and that that let the record state uh, all that. So real quickly before we wrap up, we occasionally are going to start doing a mailbag, and this is where folks message us at the Chase and Patrick Show at OneCountry.com or message us on chase and patrick show on instagram so we got a few questions um sheila wants to know who is the nicest or coolest artist you guys have worked with or the coolest celebrity you've ever met i'll open this up to you guys too if you have a cool celebrity who have you met that's famous 
I only say that Eric's our Chase. CFO. Like usually the finance guys. Chase don't. is probably the most famous person wow. I met because he's that's Taylor adjacent. Sad. Yeah. What about you? Skip. Don Miley. Don Miley was a big who, one for who, me. Who? Up. It's Don hard Miley. for me yeah. to pick a favorite because they literally have all been for sure. Yeah. Great. I will say this that I went into the Parker McCollum shoot not really knowing who Parker was and yeah. not being a fan and walked away like a massive Parker fan. Yeah. I think he's great. Yeah. Everybody's been awesome. Um, you don't have one? No, I don't have one. I have like a surprise one uh, okay. that I wasn't expecting because, you know, when we did the deal with uh, Jordan at Falco and, you know, yeah. the Blazer campaign we did with Jordan Davis and uh, Jacob, his brother, came along who wrote by dirt with him, and Jacob's just incredible. Yeah, and they stay both stay in touch with them and good, good awesome guys. Man. Are you gonna answer that, Chase, or no? I said Parker. Oh, okay, that's yeah. who I, I think because I was just most surprised. Uh, on that note, Becky wants to know what are you listening to right now? Any favorite new artists or songs? Ray Clay Strays, Patrick, Patrick might be getting these guys a deal <laughs> in Nashville. It's kind of funny. Uh, he came back from a hunt and was talking about him. And then I'll just say that they're on the rise. Yeah, That's probably are. all I can say. Yeah, I will say on the Parker McCollum note, uh, his new album comes out, I think May 12th and we're going to have him in before that. He's going to come over, but dude, that album is fire. Yeah. Like I think it's one of my favorite albums of the year for sure but also i will encourage you if you're looking for music right now uh war and treaty is a duo a married couple out of nashville um and that entire record is killer and there's a song called dumb luck that i think is amazing y'all got any no um what you don't have one song you're listening to right now <laughs> listen really to that side spot, man. he's okay. listening he listens there, to not, the bible app all day no, yeah. it's like <laughs> amy grant wow. christmas special of like easy breath of heaven uh, <laughs> all right i'll do this one matt says uh why does chase have a blue check mark on ig and patrick doesn't i'm assuming your answer is parker mccollum because that's your answer to every question uh <laughs> but i can answer this for y'all you have to have uh my rep at Instagram says that you have to have an Instagram account for 180 days before you are can become verified. So I'm assuming on the 181st day, they will put the blue check by my name. Do you have to actually initiate? I mean, you have to, you have to initiate that on the 181st day or you think it's just going to happen? Yeah, no. Whenever I launched my Instagram account, they reached out and said, yeah, the, yeah. the rep reached out and said, first of all, thank you. <laughs> We've not seen this kind of rate of change yeah. in forever. Like, and I said, you're welcome. And they said, you know, just so you know, verification on Instagram requires an account to be in existence for 180 days. And I said, well, I'll look up what that even means. I don't know what verification means, but thank you for letting me know. Cool. So uh, more to come on that. Yeah. And then the last thing, Allie just wanted to send a message saying how much she enjoyed and appreciated hearing Patrick's story last week. I was really moved by it and was grateful he shared it. So I'm, I'm almost certain that says Ally. I think that's Allie. Uh, um, what else we got? Anything my else? My mortgage is with Ally and it's spelled the Wow. Um, Thanks, Ally. 
The only other thing I'd plug is since we did an episode, we launched a campaign with Blake Shelton giving away a Chevy K20. Yep. Is that right? Yes. And then just Monday, we launched another campaign uh, with Dirk Bentley promoting the Gravel and Gold Tour. He'll be out on the road this summer with our buddy Jordan Davis um, giving away a K10. K10. Yeah. He rolled up to that shoot on, shoot on a mountain bike. He did. Awesome. True story. He rode his bike to the shoot and awesome. got a little hair and makeup and rode it right on out. Yeah. So check that out at onecountry.com. Uh, Eric and Rich, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Do you have me. any, any you're, parting? You're welcome. Any parting thoughts? Patrick? No, I always say when you hunt with the bull, you get the horns. The past is history. The future is a mystery. And this moment is a gift. That's oh, why this man. moment is called the present. Oh, no. Wow, Bang. that oh, is no. the most that that. Rich Morris <laughs> exit I've ever heard. So on that I, can't, note, I can't wait to be invited back. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, more, more of that to come, for sure. Thanks for that present. All right, bye, guys. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.